So today's episode is going to be another feature for my recent LinkedIn Liveathon. This one is featuring Vicki O'Neill, and Vicki is my go-to video person. She's inspired me so much since I've started following her and watching her videos. I even attended one of her workshops. I've learned a lot about of different video techniques. And in particular, she's taught me a lot about using CapCut, which is what I'm using now when I do my videos on TikTok and Instagram, my walks with the dog, if you've seen those. I've even done some interview style where I'm interviewing myself. I've done these as marketing promotional videos and I've gotten a lot of great ideas from Vicki. So I hope you enjoy her solo presentation here. And if you do enjoy it, message her on LinkedIn to let her know, but also do message me and let me know if you found this helpful. Vicki, why don't you take a minute, tell a little bit, tell people a little bit about what you do and what your business is all about. Yeah. So I help entrepreneurs and growing businesses get on camera so that they can create videos for their business and really help them get out in front of more people so that they can be seen and heard more and more often. So I've got different offers that I work with people, one-on-one coaching. I've got to do it yourself. I've got done for you. So I've got the whole gambit. (laughs) <laughs> and I've got a freebie that we'll give away at the end. So I'll, I'll save that for the end. It has something to do with planning. I heard a lot of planning going on in these discussions. So yeah, <laughs> it'll be good well, for wonderful. that. Well, on that note, I'm going to turn the floor over to you. I'm going to pull myself off of screen during your talk, and then I'll come back in in about the last 10 minutes to do some Q&A. And I know you've got a hard stop to be off by two, so we'll keep you to that. So okay. with that said, the floor is all yours. Thank you so much. And thank you, Brenda, very much for having me as part of your LinkedIn Live. This is amazing. Um, I've been popping in and out to various conversations and the speakers have been wonderful as well. So, and thank you to whoever's joining live. And if you're watching the replay, thank you so much for being here as well. Um, So I want to tell you guys a little story first. Um, So it was about two weeks ago, I went to a networking event and I'm standing there talking to a couple people and I kind of kept looking over and, you know, just glancing, looking through the room. And this, I noticed that this lady just kind of kept looking at me. So I kind of like look in her direction and she kind of turned away and I'm like, what is going on? And I was like, maybe I should just go over and, and walk up to her and introduce myself. And as I was getting ready to do that, I saw that she was walking towards me and she's just like, are you Vicky? And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> kind of like, okay, who are you? And she's just like, oh, I, yeah, sorry. I follow you on Instagram and I've seen your videos. I feel like I know you already. And I was like, oh my gosh. And of course I started talking to her and thanked her of course for being a follower. But the reason why I share that story with you is because that really solidified the importance of video and the power of video. We all know that even being on LinkedIn, that people are following us, you know, they're looking at our content, they may not like our content, they may not engage with us, but we know that they're seeing our content, right? So this is just another example of that. And when we are presenting ourselves in text or images or videos, which whatever it is, we're leaving a certain impression of who we are and what we might be like to work with in whatever we do, right? So The thing about being on video and the impression that it leaves with people is that you can stand out more, just kind of like what I am right now. You can see me, you can hear my voice inflections, you can see that I use my hands a lot while I'm talking. Um, And if you've seen any of my videos, you know that I do that as well. Sometimes I'll use props. Those are all pieces of a message or of like, if you're trying to get your branding out there, especially as a new person in your business and you're trying to get noticed by more people, 
and really stand out, whether it's LinkedIn or any of the other platforms, video is a key part to that because people can get to know, like, and trust you faster. So you can write text, which is great. There's other like SEO components to that as well. So all these other things, images are good because we're visual beings. We like to see things. Audio is good because then you can kind of hear people's voices, right? So podcasts and audio events. But video is the only form of media that actually encapsulates all of the senses. And you're able to get people's attention and draw them in a lot easier and faster because it requires the senses to actually watch and then to also listen. And if there's text on screen, you're also watching that. So your senses are more involved in a video. So when you can actually present yourself on video, you're going to get more attention. And if you can, I always say, get your hook out there in the first three seconds. So that compelling message, that question that you want to ask, that's really going to grab their attention and hook them in and draw them in so that they continue watching the message. If you can do that, then you're really going to have the upper hand to a lot of other people on the platform. And also you're going to stand out more and get your um, ideal customers to notice you more often as well. Because if you scroll through your feed, I know when I scroll through mine, I see videos, there's people doing videos, but there's not as many videos as there are other forms of media. So if you're here right now, I can't see the comments, but let me know where you're at on your video journey. Are you just beginning? Are you, are you fearful of starting to create videos? Are you, I know a lot of people, when I start working with them, they say that they're overwhelmed and it could be from not knowing what to talk about. It could be, yes, exactly. Video content is everything. So it's, you know, it can be scary to get on camera. That's one thing that people bring to me as well when I have conversations with them is like, I just, I don't want to be on camera. Like I am fearful of being on camera and I can, I can relate to that completely. I share stories with people, like, especially in my trainings that when I was younger, like I was the epitome of shy. Like if you looked at me, I would cry. I would run and hide behind my mom and hang on to her leg, like no lie. And even to this day, I'm an introvert. So I, you know, to be up here, like I may appear to be, you know, an extrovert because I'm up here talking uh, to you guys, but it requires the energy behind the scenes to actually prepare and get ready for this. Right. So I am in, I've, I've been in your shoes. If you're fearful of being on camera, you're like, I'm really shy. I don't want to be on camera. I've been there. But the reason why I decided to move forward with it and be consistent is because I saw that it wasn't a fad right? Kind of like AI is now people are kind of hesitant, like, is it real? Should we do this? Shouldn't we? And I noticed that there are more and more people starting to create videos. So it's not going to stop. It's not going to go anywhere. Yep, exactly. Linda, you just need to start. So that's what I, when people are actually fearful of being on camera, Marla says, I'm unsure of how or where to begin when it comes to using video. Exactly. And that right? It creates a lot of overwhelm or anxiety associated with actually creating videos. So then you're just like, I, I don't want to do this. And you walk away and you go do something else where you're like, forget it. I'm just going to create a text post instead, right? Because it's easier and it's faster and it doesn't take, you still have to plan, but it does, doesn't take as much planning, right? You know, us as women, you guys would not want to see me with no makeup on because I'm a blob. <laughs> so I put my makeup, I do my hair, but you know, that takes time. And that's why I always talk about batch 
planning, batch recording, batch editing, and it just helps with that whole process too. So what I wanted to share with you guys is, so the top three reasons, and I'm seeing them in the comments as well, is, you know, we're fearful. So there's there's three things I hear consistently from people is the number one thing is they're fearful. They don't want to be on camera. And, you know, there's some people who are completely adamant with not getting on camera. And, you know, that's that's okay. But I always like to go back to that, the story, you know, the story of if you could walk into a room of like, you know, 10 people or 10,000 people and people are looking at you and saying, oh my gosh, I feel like I already know you. And it's because you are creating videos, whether it's on LinkedIn, it's on YouTube, it's on Instagram, TikTok, it doesn't matter. Being on the platform where your ideal customers are and then actually showing up on camera and videos really going to help them get to know, like, and trust you more. So when you go to a networking event, even if it's online, people might say, hey, you know, I feel like I already know you because you're showing up in video and you're showing your personality, you're sharing your expertise, and it's going to help you attract more people faster by doing that. So the fear actually has to come from, it, it's a mindset. So I think it was, she was the one that was talking about mindset. You know, it was, I can't versus I won't, right? So it's a decision. And if it's something you're just like, if you keep telling yourself that you're you're scared and you don't want to be on camera, then you're reinforcing that thought and you're reinforcing that mindset, which is going to make it hard to reverse it at some point if you do decide that you want to move forward. So it's a mindset shift. And also you're probably comparing like getting started with a video and comparing that end result for you with everything else that you're seeing in your in your phone, right? So we're, we're not competing with other people anymore. We're not competing with other businesses. We're competing with the scroll. So when you see some of those like highly edited and, and great videos, you know, you're probably like, I can't compete with that. And the point is you, everybody starts someplace, right? If you go back and look at my first video, which I've shared on LinkedIn before, it's awful. <laughs> Everybody's going to start off awful. It start off awful. So I say, just do it, right? And just know that it's going to be awful and it's okay. And that's the same for everybody. But I also like to say that if it's hard to get on camera and actually record your video, just because you record a video doesn't mean you have to publish it, right? So I would first things first is if you're scared to just press record, the first thing to do is you're at home, you know, you're in a safe space, someplace that you feel comfortable, just press record and record anything. You don't even have to be on camera. It's just it's starting to establish that pattern of behavior of saying, oh, I need to press record. And then the next step, if you're just like, you know, scanning your house, then the next one is, okay, well, I'm going to scan myself. I'm not going to say anything. And taking those baby steps towards getting to the point where you feel comfortable being on camera or confident, depending on which one comes first, because you may not ever feel comfortable, right? Because it might feel awkward, but you'll get more confident the more that you do it, just like with anything else. So that's the number one reason why most people don't start creating videos is they're fearful of being on camera. The second thing is that people think they have to have all that fancy equipment. You know, you've probably seen people, you know, do this scan of their desk and their work area and all these lights and fancy things that they have going on. And if you're just getting started, the only thing that you need is your phone because our phones today have high quality cameras on them. They have the same quality camera as like regular cameras 10 years ago. 
So they're high enough quality that if you're getting started, just use your phone. If you've got a window, which we all do, that could be your lighting. It might just depend on time of day and all of that. So you plan around it. And then audio, you just need to be in a quiet space or have like a headset or earbuds or something on. So that's all you need to get started. So you don't need to have all the fancy equipment. You can work up to that once you start getting to the point where you're like, all right, you know, I'm good with this. And you're ready to invest in, you know, a Bluetooth microphone, which isn't that expensive. You know, these, these can be anywhere from 20 to $40, depending on the brand. And you just you work up to those things. So that doesn't need to be something that holds you back. The third thing, and I think it was Marta or Marla, I'm sorry, I couldn't see. I don't have my glasses on. I don't know if it was Marta or Marla. <laughs> so I apologize if I'm getting your name wrong. But she, had, I think it was her that mentioned that it was just like the overwhelm in the, you know, the whole planning process. And that's the freebie that I have for you guys today is that you can, I'm unsure of how or where to begin, where it comes. Yes, that's it, Marla. Thank you. <laughs> so the planning document actually is going to help do that. So two things, it's constantly being updated because I'm incorporating chat GPT prompts in finding titles and content and scripts and all of that. So, and that's a constantly changing and evolving platform. So that's always growing. But the planning document that I have for you guys today is it includes chat GPT prompts that you can use to get started. But beyond that, it's got a full checklist of everything from the very beginning. Like it's not even pulling out your phone. Like there's things you need to do first is like, why are you doing it? You know, what are the goals that you're trying to achieve? So it's not just like I want to post a video on LinkedIn or because, you know, somebody told me I needed to, I need to start doing this. But you need to understand like why you're doing it, but then tie every video that you're creating back to a business goal. So if you're trying to increase your email subscribers or start an email list, then some of your videos need to be planned out so that your call to action says, you know, download this free document, then you're capturing their email, their email address, right? So there's some planning that needs to go into it. And I walk through all those steps, like everything that you need to know to plan your document or plan your videos. And the reason why I do so much detailed work in the planning is because if you think about it, if you plan everything up front, we're talking like what you're going to say, your call to action, your hashtags, your captions, everything's planned out. When you go to record, you know exactly what you're going to say. You know exactly what your call to action is going to be. You know when you go to edit or if you're going to send it to somebody to edit or hire somebody, then they know there's not going to be as much editing that needs to be done because you've recorded it without a lot of editing required. You planned it that way. And even if there is, it's fine, especially at the beginning. Then when you go to publish it, you've got everything in your planning that you can just copy and paste it into wherever you're publishing it, whether it's on LinkedIn or another platform. So the planning, pro the planning part of creating videos is gonna be your most important part. When you do that, it alleviates a lot of the overwhelm because now you know exactly what you're gonna say when you go to press record, it's all right there. And you know what you're going to publish and you know who you're going to send it to to edit or if you're going to edit it yourself. You know, there's apps out there like CapCut and there's so many AI tools right now that you can use that actually do it for you. <laughs> so there's other things that you can do for that. But doing the planning up front really does remove all of the anxiety and overwhelm and confusion that you feel from like even wanting to just get started. So does that sound like it might be helpful? 
if you guys could leave me a leave comments in <laughs> in here. I know that it, I think I heard Brenda say earlier that it takes a few minutes or a few seconds for that to actually come through. I think we had to cushion some time, right, Brenda? Yeah. And I'm going to pull myself back on here too. It's, it's yeah. about a 30 second delay, but I do see a few folks and I, I, I don't remember what the question was, but this person said definitely. <laughs> okay, good. It was good to see that there was some engagement with the, the questions and stuff early too. Yeah, well, what awesome. I want to do is is we'll we'll start to shift gears if that's okay with you, Vicky. Yeah. We'll move to some questions, and I've seen some questions and comments that are already coming in here. Here's one question, actually, from one of our previous presenters, Paula. Paula <laughs> is asking, and by the way, if you are all watching, if you've been watching since this morning, I would love to see feedback. If you like the presenters, their talks, their topics, let us know that because we don't get performance reviews anymore. Like this is our performance <laughs> review. When we hear feedback from you. So please Great let point. us know if you enjoyed the talk from, from Jen and Paula earlier. We'd love to hear that. But Paula has a question for you, Vicki. What are your thoughts on long form versus short form video? What do you think? Yeah. So I think it, it depends on the platform that you're on and what you're trying to do. So if you, and it also depends on like if they're educational or, you know, if you're just trying to get attention, you know, each platform works completely different. But YouTube, as we know, is more long form. So if, if you're planning on doing long form videos, there's a lot of benefits to doing that, especially if you're going to put them on YouTube, which I always recommend. Even if you're going to put them on uh, LinkedIn, YouTube has got so many more benefits to doing that, that it really needs to be there first. But when you have the long form videos too, there are AI tools out there now that you can actually upload your long form video to, and it will actually create automatically short form videos in whichever format that you want. So I tried this recently and you guys may have seen it. I'm not sure, Brent, if you saw it or not, but it'll actually take side-by-side -side interviews for like podcasts, you know, video podcasts, and it will actually move the presenters or the people in it this like way. stacked, right? Yeah. 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 So, it, I mean, there are amazing tools out there that can actually do that stuff for you. So I would say if you have a topic that works in long form to do that, I know starting a YouTube channel is like starting a whole full-time job, but <laughs> it's worth it if it's something that you long, long-term think that you're going to use. And then just use those short-form clips to promote it on LinkedIn and the other platforms too. Okay. Awesome. Great. Here's another comment coming in from Deshelle, and she says, Vicki, she's never considered using video. So it's giving her something to consider. And I loved your opening story where you said somebody came up and like they knew you. They like they mm -hmm. felt like they knew you already. She wants your advice on small steps to take to become more comfortable and confident on camera. What would you say to her? Yeah. So I would say that if you're going to do it alone, that just kind of getting on camera, like in your home or in your office, your car, wherever you feel comfortable and just start recording some videos and then you can delete them. <laughs> like you don't have to keep them if you don't want to, but really the whole part of that is just being able to like see yourself on camera, which is kind of, it, it it's hard for people to do that because it's a completely different look than if you look in the mirror. So it kind of freaks people out. But if you do that and then just record your, your videos that's like the first step that I recommend people take to start doing that. Now, at some point I'll say, keep that one of those videos so that you can see where you started. And then as you start to evolve and kind of build your library of video content and your messages, you can always go back to that and be like, oh my gosh, you know, look how far I've come by 
practicing and continuing and being consistent and, you know, growing and, and learning in the process too. So I would just I say, start that. with baby steps. And then when you're ready to publish it, publish it. I love it. And I thought of like, do a video. And then if you don't like it, delete it and do it again. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I mean, honestly, if you watch Vicki and I, if you watch our videos on LinkedIn and I, I'm not like anywhere near where she is, I, but I've learned from her and I try mirroring her techniques what you're seeing isn't the first and the only video. It's a probably like a, a, a couple of versions in and she may have, have redone it or, you know, same with me. I, mm -hmm. I do a couple takes, but you don't see takes one through five. You see takes six in the video. That's an important thing. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I see a couple of folks commenting about closed captioning and it's related to videos. But Vicki, what are your thoughts on burned in captions, you know, having captions at all on video? What are your thoughts there? I definitely say to have captions on videos. I always recommend that people use the captioning tools in each of the platforms because they all have them now. And the reason being is because it's kind of like putting that added component to tell the algorithm on each platform that there's something, you know, authentic and original to this video when you upload it. So it might actually help get more reach versus downloading a video from TikTok. Even if you take the logo off, there's still code in that video that says that video came from TikTok and then uploading it. But if you have the captions on TikTok and then uploaded it to YouTube, I mean, it looks, or I'm sorry, on LinkedIn, it looks good, but you may not get the reach that you should. So I always say use the, the have the raw video, unless you're having an editor actually edit it for you and they put the fancy captions, then yes, definitely use those. Um, but if you're just using it yourself and you're uploading it to each platform, then just add or um, turn on the captions on each one of them so that the captions are always seen. Definitely. All right. Wonderful. And I want to be respectful of your time. Yes. So I'm going to put the link up on screen for your, you have don't just create videos, create videos with a plan. And if you go to vickyoneill.com slash plan, it's V-I-C-K-I-O-N-E-I-L-L.com. I'm spelling that out in case somebody's listening on the podcast. And that's a free download for folks, right, Vicky? Yes. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. And then you're also open to connecting with individuals if they go to yes, your LinkedIn definitely. profile. definitely. Yeah. And just tell me that you saw me on the LinkedIn Live with Brenda and I will automatically connect. Wonderful. And if you happen to see the follow button on Vicki's profile instead of connect, make sure you click on the more button. There'll be a menu underneath that that can get you to there. All right, Vicki, thank you so much for joining us. It's such a pleasure chatting from you and I'm sure we'll see you again sometime soon. Yeah, sounds good. Thanks again, Brenda. I really appreciate it.